Hello fellow humans, I'm Kenny and this is Katie. Today we're going to be talking about trauma responses. We will go over the basics of trauma, unhealthy coping mechanisms, and the opposite of that, healthy ways to cope with and respond to trauma. First off, what is trauma? By definition, trauma is a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. There are different types of trauma. Three main categories are known as acute, chronic, and complex. Other types can include physical, psychological, little t, and big t. Knowing this information, let's talk about what acute trauma is. Acute trauma is typically a result of a single event. This event would have to be extreme enough to cause a lasting idea that something could threaten a person's security. Secondly, chronic trauma is developed over a long period of time that contains consistent distress and traumatic events. Finally, complex trauma occurs as a result of multiple traumatic events. It's typically caused by reoccurring detrimental experiences. There are various types, but these are the big three. Now, let's talk about how to identify whether you have experienced trauma. The main method is to analyze your symptoms. A person with trauma would have a significant decrease in energy levels to the point where they feel a lack of motivation to do things they may have once enjoyed. Trauma can also lead to feelings of loneliness and apathy, potentially causing unhealthy relationships. Some people may also have flashbacks of terrifying memories. Although, you must keep in mind that even if you have some of these symptoms occasionally, that does not mean you have trauma or are suffering from a mental illness. Now that we've gone over the basics of trauma, let's go over unhealthy ways some people cope. If you have experienced trauma, you deal with it through a method of coping. This may include dancing up to Harry Styles, reading your favorite book, and many others. These are all types of healthy coping mechanisms because they're not hurting you in any way and allow you to heal. But for many others, they cope in ways that are actually damaging to themselves and their mental health. These are known as negative coping mechanisms. Negative coping mechanisms prevent yourself from healing in a healthy way and can actually make trauma or stress way worse. What are negative coping mechanisms? One, types of coping that are used heavily in today's society are drugs, alcohol, and smoking. I'm sure you have all learned the dangers of these things, and they're all true. This type of coping not only affects your physical health, but can worsen your mental health, become addictive, and can ruin relationships. I know this type of coping provides a relief, but it is short-term relief for a lifelong suffering. Two, Another includes self-harm. Hurting yourself will not take away the pain that has been inflicted upon you. You are only hurting yourself, and the pain may feel good, but again, it is only temporary relief for a long-term suffering. 3. Isolation. Isolating yourself may seem like a safe option. You don't have to talk about your problems, and you can avoid situations that may trigger painful memories. But when you are left by yourself, it allows your problems to grow. When you're left alone with your thoughts and memories you have, it can cause what has happened to you to grow and eat you alive. Those negative thoughts, memories, and emotions marinate inside your mind and can take over your life. 4. Suppressing your feelings. Suppressing your emotions and putting on a face of false happiness is so bad. If you force yourself to be happy, it does not make you happy. It will only make you sadder and sadder. By suppressing your emotions and not expressing them, you are not getting rid of them. You are only only allowing them to grow and corrupt your mind. 5. Negative thought processes. I will be honest. After going through trauma, the majority of your thoughts will be negative. They will tell you what happened to you was your fault, say awful things about you, and tell you to do horrible things to yourself. 
I say they because these thoughts are not your own and are a lie. Do not listen to them. They will hurt you, not help you. If you do any of these, I encourage you, do not ignore them. These are negative coping mechanisms and they hurt you, not help you. If you continue, it can lead to worse trauma and can evolve into things such as depression, anxiety, eating disorders, and even suicide. Now to avoid these, let's talk about healthy coping mechanisms coming up right after this ad. This week's sponsor is the Vegan Brothers. Vegan Brothers is a program that makes you feel awful about yourself because you eat meat. And if you eat meat, you're a monster. Try your 30-day free trial today. If you are struggling with trauma, my best advice for you is to tell someone. A panel of psychological experts visited our school and educated us on mental health. The main point they made when dealing with trauma is to tell an adult. I know this can be scary, but trust me. There are people who care about you and want to help you. So find a trusted adult and tell them what you are going through. Under some circumstances, you may need to seek therapy or counseling for your trauma. You don't need to be scared. There are people out there who want to help you and have dedicated their lives to helping people who have gone through trauma. The most important thing in your recovery process is don't isolate yourself. Be honest about your emotions and find a special someone you can confide in. Don't forget, your emotions are valid and speaking about them does not make you weak. If anything, it makes you stronger than most. We have discussed unhealthy coping mechanisms. So what are healthy coping mechanisms? Number one, create a routine. Creating a routine or schedule will help you keep some normality in your life and allow you a level of control. Number two, exercise. Try to move for 30 minutes to an hour each day. It doesn't have to be a five mile run or lifting, just something simple like walking or riding a bike. Do what is best for you and your recovery. Number three, Find a hobby. Find something positive in your life that you enjoy doing. Reading books, drawing, or cooking are inexpensive and productive ways to relieve stress. Focusing on a hobby can help divert negative energy and create a more positive emotional environment. Number four, take care of yourself. Take a few minutes each day to put yourself first. Meditating, dancing, praying, or a spa day are a few examples. Basically, just find some ways to let your mind and body relax from all the stress and trauma you have experienced. Cut things out of your life that that are hurting you and don't put yourself in situations where you know you will get hurt. Number five, take care of your physical health. Make sure you are getting ample nutrition and adequate sleep. A lack of sleep can increase stress and prevent you from healing. So reduce social media time as it can have a negative impact on your mental health. Stepping outside for a breath of fresh air can do wonders for brightening your mood. You can never go back to the person you used to be from your past, but you can be a new person now. Your trauma does not define you. Your mental health does not define you. Your past does not define you. You define you. Your trauma is not you. It is just a part of you, so don't let it be you. Don't stay stuck in your trauma, but instead move forward knowing you're a fighter with everything you have overcome. You are loved despite what your thoughts say, and and any trauma you've experienced is not and will never be your fault. Okay, let's recap. There are many types of trauma which are caused by different reasons. As a result, each individual has their own way of coping. 
Overall, if you feel suicidal, depressed, or are experiencing a mental illness, seek help. You can call Teen Lifeline at 1-800-248-8336 or go to their website at teenlifeline.org or the National Alliance on Mental Illness, NAMI. Go to their website at nai.org. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Now go out and remember, the trauma you have experienced is not your fault and will never be your fault. And the fact that you have made it through your trauma and are still here proves you are more of a fighter than you will ever know.